Hi, we're Life of Mummies, best friends and mums of two. I'm Holly. And I'm Sophie. And welcome to our podcast, where we will be providing you with all the unfiltered and uncensored truths of motherhood. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Truths of Motherhood podcast. So today's episode is all about relationships, marriage after kids, just pre-kids, during pregnancy, post-labor, and just the dynamics and how much it changes, basically. Yeah, and it changes so much. And I think this is really important for people listening who um, maybe are pregnant or have just had a baby or are going through that like difficult period with your partner. And I feel like that usually comes probably maybe when they go back to work. So once you... Mm been on maternity leave you have this baby it's all really magical and then your husband goes back to work and suddenly everything changes and you become quite resentful um but this is also to say that doesn't last forever which we now know because we're on our well we're like five years down the line almost six it's it's it's, yeah I feel like when we were both fell pregnant we've had this conversation before we would like we were put on pedestals we were treated like princesses we could do no wrong whatever we wanted our husbands would get for us they would literally kiss the ground we walked on mainly first pregnancy I feel not so much second by then they're like oh I've been there done that whatever you can deal with it I'm not getting you up flurry at two in the morning but it was like pretty much like oh my god what can we do for you and I definitely think obviously going through something like pregnancy together it does I I feel like it really builds you as a couple. I feel like it's just a whole other level to like your relationship from when you first started dating to when you were like official to being engaged to being married. It's just a whole new level of respect, especially during um, labor. The respect, I feel like something just changes, don't you think? Like when you have that baby, like whether it's cesarean, natural, whatever it is, something changes the second that baby is born. Yeah, and also like, it, it is very much about us the entire time. Like when we're pregnant, we give birth, you know, and I feel like the husbands, our husbands don't get enough credit because we expect so much from them all the time mm-hmm. and they're not allowed to make mistakes. And that is something looking back as a more mature woman now, I can see. Um, <laughs> but at the time, you kind of, lean on them probably even too much because you blame them for a lot of things as well um and I agree you know I had a c-section so James really had to do a lot like he helped me with the night feeds he you know and they're not allowed to complain that they're tired either because we're more tired you know um which obviously we are more tired but I feel like they get a lot of slack and it's that kind of honeymoon period when you first have the baby and everything is amazing and you know they can't believe it you can't believe it and everything is still and quiet um Uh we both really struggled with the fact that we kind of obviously gave up working when we had our first you know the first baby and then Uh when the novelty kind of wore off which obviously it never wears off but that kind of excitement yeah and then suddenly like you're two months down the line, you're sleep deprived and you can't get out of the house. And then, you know, you start resenting your husband and it isn't his fault. Why? It's absolutely not his fault. It's natural and normal for you to feel like he's got all this freedom. His life hasn't changed and my life has. And I think both me and you were really in denial about that. Like, I don't think we quite understood how much our lives were going to change. And the only person to take out on was him. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the, you hear it a lot, one of the biggest issues that happens in relationships and marriages once kids, once kids are involved is it does change things and you start feeling first of all you're extremely hormonal so like if any listen if anyone is currently pregnant and due a baby and this is like not to scare anyone at all this is like this this podcast that we always say is just to be open and honest but to expect that whilst you're you and your partner like I said before 100% have this newfound respect for one another and it's like a whole other level of love and appreciation but like so if you said when that kind of initial bubble wears off and you come home and shit gets real and your baby past the first two three weeks where everything's very quiet and perfect and all of a sudden it all like kicks off and the baby's crying you're stuck at home your husband gets up has a shower leaves and goes to work and he doesn't have to worry about anything but his job that day you can come home and then you're kind of left in this puddle of emotion and serious resentment when you're just like wait hang on a fucking second I can't even brush my hair I can't even brush my teeth meanwhile you can get up out of bed take a shit in the shower and take an hour to get ready leave the house dressed feeling fresh and I'm left in like six stain pajamas that I can't get out of for two days and resentment does build up things do change and they do say that once kids are born it's one of the biggest tests on your relationship it really if you can get through that, you can get through anything. And it sounds awful, but it is so true. Like even my myself, Adam, oh my God, like the first couple of years, well, 18 months of us having kids, it was so fucking hard. Like I'm a hundred percent, I was I I put my hands up, like, yes, I'm sure I was horrendous at times, and I was blaming him for everything. And we forget that whilst okay, yeah, I don't think men will ever actually understand what it is like to be at home with young babies children toddler however many like whatever age how hard it is for mums they say mums are working like this equivalent of working two and a half full-time jobs I don't think men will ever understand I don't think men are ever really genetically programmed to even be able to do it anyway but you do build up a resentment because the second you hear that key in the door and they come home you're like you're in a mood because you're at a war, but you've had a coffee at work, you've had a you've had lunch, you've been able to have a walk, you can do what you want, you can have a chat with people, and you get angry and you're instantly in a mood the second they walk into the door and they're like, oh fuck's sake. Then their back is up, then your back is up, and you fight and you argue and you're tired. My worst thing when he would say, What's for dinner? Oh. Like, what is for dinner? I don't know what's for dinner. And then he'd be like, Well, you've been at home all day, and it's like, Well, well, well I well, well I haven't. And I think that's also the other thing as well is like we have all this resentment. I think it's probably a lack of help as well. Like some people have loads of help with their kids. And I know like my mum doesn't live in London, but I know obviously you had your mother-in-law. Mm. Your so you had some help, but there were so many times where we both felt like really, really lonely. And I think it was just a lot of resentment on our side. And the only person to blame is the person that put you in this position in the first place. But that's where it really damages your relationship. And some people think like, you know, a baby can fix a marriage, like a baby will break your marriage and you have to fix it. Like that's, I feel like that's key because imagine your relationship with no sleep, you're not a priority. You don't look nice anymore. It sounds like Mm. horrendous, but it is the first, the first, I don't know, the first year, you know, trying to prioritize each other. Me and James didn't go out for dinner by ourselves probably for the first two years because also Mm. on top of like, not prioritizing each other me being consumed with the baby him going to work me giving him attitude when he got home 
you know, and then also they come home and you just give them the baby. You're like, you can deal with it now. And like, you need to just sit down for a minute. It's really hard to prioritize each other. And that's one thing I would say to new mums is really try and make time, no matter how you feel, just one night a week, just try and Mm. sit down with the two of you and put the baby, you know, in their car, even if it's in the same room and have dinner together and try and talk because we were just, I think it got to a point, I think the babies were maybe six months old when me and Holly, as soon as the men would watch the draw, me and Holly would go to the gym together. We wouldn't even go mm-hmm. to the gym, We'd sit in the cafeteria and have like, <laughs> but like we were just like- Just to see people. Just, well, it was just escape, like let us escape. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it really is a full cycle because, you know, now we are, we have almost six-year-olds, almost three-year-olds and our husbands go to work every day. We do pick up the Sabbath. We don't feel like that anymore. I guess maybe because we don't have newborns, but I think we have sort of accepted our role more. I think I was more in denial that this is my role. I have to do yeah. this. You know, there's no one coming to save me. One other thing to add is we weren't working. Like some people, no. I know that we, we we always had our blog, but that was consumed with the kids. I think that if mm. you're on maternity leave and you're going back to work, that's a whole other struggle because you don't want to give up the baby and but then you can sort of get some routine back into your life and some structure but I think because we were literally we were stay-at-home mums for how long like Mm. three years Years. four Mm. years I don't know how long so that is also a factor to play on it which you you know like I said if you're working Monday to Friday it's very different I would say it's taken four to five years for the men to finally realize because one thing used to drive me fucking insane like what you said about like what's for dinner is when they'd come home and be like but what have you done all day and you're like what have I not but it's 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 a weird one because you're at home with this baby and like you're trying like for example you 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 want to leave the house I I actually saw a funny video about this today like you you want to leave the house because everyone says leave the house when you've got kids young kids especially new what like babies leave the house get some air get out of that house just try and you know re ground yourself but even getting out of a house is almost impossible when you have children and if you are at home all day at the end of the day when your husband comes to the door and is like oh what you what have you done today you're like oh my god like, I cleaned shitty nappies and stopped tantrums and stopped fights and put the dishwasher on and cooked their meals and made a bottle and and he and it's it's is that I used to find it really like I can't even think of the word but really sad like oh my god like, we used to have like what like really high pressure jobs like full-time careers and it was like I'd went I'd gone from that like you to kind of just being like um well I'm exhausted and I used to hate it when the, the husbands would come home and be like but why haven't you put a wash on or but wait there's dirty stick there's stuff in the sink and why is this why is there this laid out from last night and why is this not done and it was like oh my god like it's really fucking hard. And I think a lot of the arguments always that it takes a long time for the men to finally realise that actually it's just not that fucking simple. And it took even Adam, I think he was at home with the kids once for a day. Or we'd gone some, oh, we'd gone away for the weekend a couple of years ago. And he had the kids on his own. And he finally, I got that message, what, two years ago saying, I get it. I get it. And he would still go to his fucking mothers. They all have all the dads. They just run to their mothers when they're on their own with the kids for the help. But he still texts me saying, "I get it. I'm sorry. Like fuck. Like this is just." He he's like, "I lost my shit after an hour. It's yeah. hard." And do not have kids. This is awful. But one big thing is 
doesn't kids don't fix relationships kids don't fix marriages they just don't they can they test you and if you can get through it that is honestly the most amazing thing but there's nothing it's like my mum and all what people always say to you don't have children if you think it's going to fix a problem yeah doesn't work that way sorry that sounds so negative no no because it doesn't because if you've already got issues and then you're sleep deprived and angry and not prioritizing each other or yourself and you know that they have to be able to like our husband's have to be able to really want to stick around as well you know because <laughs> you can imagine like they'd be like okay this is enough for me ciao now like thanks so much yeah. um so true I think it's all about respect and us also respecting the fact that they are also tired and they are going out to work and we just didn't I don't think at the beginning we were just like ah for me like you know, like baby left me like this, and like they don't answer the phone. You're like, how dare you not answer the phone? And the baby was sick. Like, you know, it it's it true. Does change. Whereas, like, I think pre pre kids, like, I mean, poor poor husbands, like they had the time of their lives with us. Do you know what I mean? We it's, really led them into like a false sense of security, and then we're like, right, this is the real me. <laughs> it's so true. Like even like last night, I stayed up to watch. I don't even watch boxing, but I stayed up to watch the boxing. And as I'm texting this morning, be like, I loved that. That was so nice. It was like the old us, and it's true. Like we forget that. Okay, yes, women mothers will always be giving up far more than men. It's just a fact. But we do forget that the men then have so much more pressure on their shoulders to provide for their family when we're at home not earning money. So to them, they're thinking, oh, fuck, it's a single income now, unless obviously you go back to work. That's even whole of the story. But it's on them. It's on them to provide for their children, their wife. Like, it's a it's a fucking lot. And it's true. Like going, when you used to go out every weekend and come home at three, four in the morning, and then they now they come home to a, wife who hasn't washed her hair for two weeks and is wearing the same terrible ripped leggings and snotty stained jumper and it's like hello <laughs> and they're having like mental breakdowns every day it's like fuck like what it's a huge change but like you said like now when you come out the other side it's like oh my god it's worth everything it's worth it all it is and I think that also we you know our second babies were our first mm. was born in completely normal circumstances, which is normal life. Second ones were born in COVID. So when I was thinking about it, I was thinking like, oh, actually I had a C-section, but it didn't matter because I was at home. I didn't need to go anywhere. James didn't need to do the school run because Zach wasn't going to school and everyone was stuck in the house together. And as hard as that was, it wasn't real life either because they didn't have, mm. they had calls to make and, you know, they did have to work kind of, it, it kind of in a way was, I know you had a bad experience during COVID, but was better, well, for me anyway, for our relationship, because there was none of that. There was no, he's going, mm. to work, he's having a life. Like we all were trapped in the house together. So I'm like, ha ha, my problem's your problem. Like, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now you get it. I do think COVID was, you know, like, I, like everyone knows now, I've had, I had the worst experience, but I do think COVID again opened up the men's, the, their eyes. Yeah. To what goes on at home because of like 
Even now, we're both doing this blog. We both also have jobs. We both are raising children. And there are so many times that I've had to work from home with my kids because I am the one that has to leave my office job if the kids aren't well to go home and work from home with screaming children around me. And men can't do that. They can't cope. And I think with COVID, they got a real shock because they had to work from home. They had to look after the kids. And again, Adam used to say to me, oh, my but like how do you do that how the fuck did you do do are you doing this and like yeah two three years ago that's I think that was the turning point for him he was like this is just this is fucked like now if I do get that call and I'm like Adam I've had to pick up the kids I need to come and work from home he's like oh my god I'm so sorry yeah (laughs) and it's like what can I do Yeah, he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, should I do something? I'm like, well, no, you're like an hour away. It's not going to help me. But even just that message saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, if I could help, I would, means everything. Like, it's annoying when they're like, well, I can't leave. So, like, we have to deal with it. Like, it's that's the whole point. But he's probably come full circle because he would have said that at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, they've learned. Yeah. I remember I've got a picture of James during the height of COVID stood in a dressing gown inside a fireman truck had like a hole in it full of toys all around him in a he was in a dressing gown but with like a superman mask on and he was on the phone for work and i remember <laughs> the catcher being like work from home they said it would be easy they said like yeah 100 percent. james can't even if, if the kids are even in the house he has to leave if he's working yeah but it shows you women are multi i'm really sorry but even out of it that's just women and we are multi we can multitask that's what we're programmed to do we are programmed to raise children look after children we are superheroes end of full stop go through labor go through pregnancy we like fucking fourth trimester hell we are we deserve respect and appreciation and it can take time to get there and it does take time to get there and once you get past all the bullshit you do get there but it is relationships change marriages change everything dynamics completely change like it's it's natural but it's also very normal like the times like if some of our friends for example who might be a couple of years behind us who would like message us and be like oh my god I can't stop arguing with my husband like this is terrible we're not even speaking like we're going to bed not speaking and like I'm too tired to even stay up and watch a film and he's upset with me because I can't even watch a film with him anymore it's so normal and I think the key is just to keep communicating and also we've said this before like men sometimes feel really insecure because they're then thinking hang on a minute like what has happened to my wife like I get there's a baby and there's children but is it me and then they panic and they can react in a not so nice way because they don't understand what's going on just as much as you don't understand what's going on so if there's no communication that's where things fuck up so as long as like you're communicating the whole time and being honest and just saying like this is what's going on in my head this is how I feel how do you feel and you talk it's it will be fine but it's not it's so normal to go through those stages when you just like fucking hate your husband and also I think we had kids I know it's not young compared to like the olden days but I felt like we were quite young we were like 28 29 27 28 29 like 20s which is not so young but like I was not ready to be a mother yet I don't think I mean I was I did it like I was ready I I guess you are you just deal with it but I wasn't mature enough yet I think like now I am like now I could deal with it but I think then like I, I wasn't independent I'd never even like done anything by myself like it was it was a massive shock but like you said your relationships tested you have the honeymoon phases at the beginning where you're like obsessed with each other and then you have your wedding which is like the best time of your life and then you find out you're pregnant and then you know you have this baby and like you're like the 
the highest point and then it just drops <laughs> downhill <laughs> and you know you're tired and you're arguing and it's the competition and you know then you you get through that part you know and now we're at the other end of it where we fully accept that like like you like you you know I know that if the kids are ill then I will be staying at home with them if I absolutely can't if something's really important with work then he will have to and he will same as Adam like you know when you have that respect and you both of you find your new relationship and I do think it's much stronger because it's built on a foundation of like family and love and it's way more than it was at the beginning so it definitely it's so true so for those for those people who are maybe pregnant or have just had a baby or are going through that phase or even have come out the other side like it does change but you do have to try but like the biggest argument in the house just going back a sec was who's more tired mm. was constantly a competition of who was more tired and it, and it, I think that's the biggest key is how tired you both are um yeah a friend of ours once said to me and I and I didn't understand what she was talking about like I was like I want a day in in the weekend where I like do something for myself like I want to go out on a Saturday with my friends to go for lunch or whatever just by myself without this kid because I'm with the child every day of the week and she was like well if you do that you should let your husband go out on the Sunday and I was like but then I'm with the kid I'm with the kid, the baby on the Sunday, and then all week. So why should he get to do that? And if he does it on the Saturday, then I'm with the baby on the Friday, and then he gets to go on the Saturday, and I'm with the baby again. And she was like, no, he's working, and he needs a minute for himself too. So if you do something, <laughs> let him do something on the Sunday, and then you both get time for yourself. And it really, I struggled with that, because I was like, why? Yeah. He gets time for himself when he goes to work. That's the time for himself. Why does he get more time by himself? And then I have to be with the baby again. And but I, I do get that now. And now when James, if I do do something and he's like, oh, I've been asked to play football on a Monday night. That's really annoying because he plays at six o'clock. So he's not doing better. Like going from work, coming home, getting changed, like popping in to change his clothes and then popping out. And like I'm, you know, doing it all and putting them both to bed. Needy children. No. But I'm like, yeah, I want you to go. I want you to do it because I think it's really good for you to do that. Because then I know on Wednesday night when I'm going to go out, he can't complain. So I've learned that as well. It's so true because I now, like you just said, spent what? The first two years being like, no, you can't go out. No, because what about me? Whereas now every week I'm like, Adam, please make an arrangement with anyone. Go to the gym, go for a run, go for dinner, go for lunch, go and get your hair cut. I'm like, please, I'm begging you because like you said it's like it's good for them then they're in a better mood which makes you in a better mood and then you can be like well I'm going after dinner it's so true the competition does stop it does eventually just stop and things just kind of piece back together and your relationship your marriage just becomes it's it's completely different it's completely new but it's so much more mature that's how I yeah basically yeah I agree yeah we thought this was really important to put out there just because we wish we would have listened to something like this when we were, you know, thinking that like they were the worst human on earth just because like they didn't get us a coffee on the way home or something. You know, we were like, how could you? How could you do that? Yeah. Or like you'd see a coffee cup in the car and you'd be like, oh, right. So you had a coffee. <laughs> and yours is like still in the microwave that's like full and not even been, yeah. You know what, I so do true, but... what I do now is I make coffee, even now, I make a coffee in the morning and then 
I drink a bit of it and then I put it in the cup like this. I'm showing Holly, Holly like a takeaway cup. And then I fill ice with it. And then now it's a cold coffee. Do you know what's bloody brilliant? You that, see, you just work around things. You just this is so 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 yeah, I make the hot coffee, I have it, and then when I go upstairs, I put it in the fridge with this with some ice, and then I take it with me on the school journey. I've got coffee. You see? Food. You yeah. see? Over time, you just make shit work. You just you just develop. You just what's the word I'm looking for? You evolve. Yes, evolve and grow to make your own coffee. Well, there you go. <laughs> there, that's the most important. Sleep and coffee, they're the two most important and factors. The thing is, is that we're talking about all this stuff that's like slight PTSD. And we also <laughs> talk about maybe having another baby. And it's like, do we want to go back to that? Why do women do that? They're like, it was a really hard time. We're now through. We have our lives back. We're working. We go out. We've got independence. Both kids are basically mm. almost in full-time childcare. Like, why, why would you do it again? It's like, what's wrong with you? You can't. Two, you call me up like in a fucking state half the time, like saying you can't do it anymore. Like, come and help me. And then you're talking about potentially having a third bed. It's true. Why do women do that? I, I'm telling you, it's. It, I think it is programmed. I think it's hormonal. I think it's programmed. I think it's just. I think a lot of it as well is like we're watching our kids growing up, and they're just getting old, and they're nearly three, nearly six, and you're like, oh my god, like where has it's so cliche, but where has that time gone? Like, I just like I. It's so upsetting. But then it's true, like you said, we're getting our lives back. Finally, we're starting to get our lives back. It's like, do you want to go back there? But yeah, yeah. I just went to Disney with my kids. They were completely manageable. They were easy. Oh. We had a hotel room with them. They both got in the double bed and they went straight to sleep. Like we had full night sleeps. There was no, oh. like it was just seamless. Kind of seamless. Yeah, it was easy. Like, you know, and then I kept- You want to go and fuck it all up again? <laughs> In terms of imagine there's a baby here now, like you'd need all the stuff, and where's it gonna go? Where's it gonna sleep? And who's gonna carry it? Because with, with like you know, all the things that like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Can you carry Delilah anymore? Yeah, I, I can, I can, but it's awkward. Like, she's it's awkward, and I'm like, we're short, so it's not like it's all I can, but I, I don't. She doesn't ask to be carried, to be fair. She doesn't want to be carried anymore. He does, he's a fucking lump. I carry him everywhere still. Everyone laughs at me on the school run. Everyone will carry him to school. Yeah, I'm still carrying him. I get every school run, I get every the mum's just laughing at me, going, Is he ever gonna let you put him down? I'm like, he's nearly three, he still won't let me put him down. Still, and they're like, he's bigger than me. He's like huge. I'm like, I'm like I can't. He's still my back in. So yeah, I still carry him around. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up. It is, boys. Yeah, well, basically, I was saying I have to find him in lift sack these days because he's so big. Like, he's actually nearly you up to him. Find and lift. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if he needs me to, for whatever reason, I don't know. I think if I sleep in the car, I was by myself, and I was like, I had to get him up the stairs. It was not easy. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that one. I think we both thought it was quite an important topic to cover because it's just a topic that every parent talks about every parent so we hope you enjoyed we hope it didn't scare you too much um and yeah as always let us know if you have any topic requests and see you next week bye bye bye